Welcome everybody to Create Your Podcast. I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. Welcome everybody to our new platform, right? I'm, I'm, I still got Create Your New Life in my head, uh, but we can put that baby to rest. So this is the new way that we're going to be doing our Real to Life podcast. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Very excited. Got another great guest today. Um, he hails from Houston, Texas. She's a content creator uh, and a realtor. has been with Dixon Davis for some time now. I'm so happy to bring to the stage Miss Chica, the realtor. Chica Mama, how you doing, Chica? Good, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> look, Chica coming in being shy. I need schizo. Where's schizo at? <laughs> right, schizo's always here. You know. <laughs> she said schizo. Absolutely. So as we look, as we go through our as we go through our interview together, people are gonna learn more about who schizo is. Uh, but before we get started, Chica, I always like to start with you know, where can people find you on social media? So where, where's, uh, where can people find you? I know they're going to want to follow you as they learn more about you today during the uh, Real to Life podcast. Where can they find you online? Uh, they can find me at Chica, C-H-I-K-A, the Realtor, um, both on Instagram, Facebook. Um, and also, if you want to see my content creation and, you know, funny videos that I make, uh, my attention grabbers, you can follow me at Call Me Schizo. And that's Call Me, and that's S-K-I-T-Z-O. Yes, yes. And Schizo is hilarious. Yes, I am a fan, 100%. <laughs> Good. So, Chica, as we do our interview, we are going live on our business Facebook page. So, we'll have people pop up that give, you know, shout outs and things like that. So, Anthony Chambers says, What's up? Uh, oh, they, they, you know what, Jess? They said they do hit a static. Okay. Well, I know we got we to gotta work through that. Hey, Chica, try muting yourself real quick. Okay. All right, let's see. Yeah, that gets rid of the static. All right. Um, well, unfortunately, we'll see if we're going to try to. So just bear with us, people. We're still working through some of the kinks. Like I said, this is a new platform that we're trying out um, as it relates to the Real to Life podcast. And looks like we have this little bit, this little snafu of, of static uh, when we begin to talk at the same time. But we'll get it worked out. Um, but, uh, but, you know, Chica says, follow her at, uh, call me schizo. Uh, again, I highly encourage you to do that. Take advantage of that. And then what we'll do Chica is, is that when, when I begin to ask questions, mute yourself. And then when you're going to talk, unmute yourself. And, and then, cause we do know that that gets rid of the static. So we'll rock it like that. Um, but with that being said, so excited to have her here so we can learn more about her world. Um, for, for you all that are not familiar with the Real to Life podcast, it's something that we do weekly. 
Uh, now we're going to be streaming live to Facebook, uh, and we're actually going to be we're starting out where we're going to be streaming live to Facebook, and we're uh, getting to the point to where it's going to be uh, be streamed live to Facebook and to YouTube. So that's going to be coming up here real soon as well. Uh, we're really going to encourage everyone to jump on, you know, ask questions for the guests, you know, as we really dig into her life. Um, there's some opportunity there, and then. Uh, there's going to be some coaching opportunities because that's another area of the Real to Life podcast. Um, I felt like in our uh, business that realtors didn't get enough, um, that people kind of put us in a box, right? They just see us in one dimension. Um, but we're multifaceted. Like we're people that, that we have multiple passions, many things that we're interested in. So I wanted to create a platform that would be able to highlight and showcase the other passions of real estate professionals. So that's what this is all about. Uh, and again, with me being a coach, it's always some coaching opportunities as we deal with challenges uh, that we may want to try to break through. So with that being said, Chick, I'm going to ask my first question. What hobbies or activities are you uh, a part of that you're really passionate and interested about? Okay. So mainly my number one hobby is being anything that's creative. So of course I've been good at doing content creating. I've been doing that. I want to say for at least more than maybe more than six to eight years. I can't even remember, you know, it's a gradual thing that kind of just took off. Um, so I made, you know, crazy content videos, funny videos, uh, relatable <laughs> videos. Um, outside of that, I also do photography and videography. Um, I've been doing that since college. <laughs> and even during college, I was a DJ. I had to take a break on that. <laughs> I left that you know, in my twenties. And, um, I also, you know, dabble in and investing in stocks, you uh, know, the market is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you got, you got your hands full in a lot of things. Yes. Uh, let's see if we can get them. Yeah. So, um, the, well, what is it, what is it that, what is it Chica that made you, you know, you, you do the content, you know, and I, I, you know, you, you know, you're the only, you, you're the person that, uh, as it relates to social media, uh, like you, you have more followers than anybody else that I know. So like you're my social media influencer person that, that I know. So what was it that made you want to begin to do videos and skits and things like that and post those on, on social media? What, 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 where did that come from? Um, I've always, Felt like I've always did creative. I mean, even coming from school, plays, um, anything that allowed me to entertain and be on the stage or bring humor or laughter or enjoyment or I guess an overall entertainment to people. Um, I've always found excitement. So I remember during the time when uh, I want to say Vine was popping, uh, you know, I would watch videos. It would make me laugh. And of course, sometimes you're always going to be like, oh, I have this idea or concept. And I actually was in my photography trying to lead into learning how to do videography. So I told myself, well, why not record myself? And that would kind of give me the practice to actually uh, kind of put my idea in place, but also practice editing. Um, and then I remember the first video I did, it was when you're kind of like your house is messy and one of your boos texts you saying that they're coming over and you have to quickly try to clean up. I remember that just did well and our 97.9 in the box reposted it on their page. And I was like, okay, like somebody out here see me. And so that was, that kind of gave me that adrenaline rush 
to kind of say, okay, well, that was fun, um, getting good feedback. And again, doing that without really caring what other people, like, because I wasn't doing it at a, oh, I want to be this person. It was just for fun. And then after I kept doing it and people encouraging me, I just been doing it for fun. And it just kept taking off. And then people looking at me like, oh, you should, this is who you are. <laughs> That's phenomenal. So, uh, you know, they say with a lot of a lot of creators and content people, it's like, man, you do it. You, you should be making content for you to enjoy, uh, not for other people. That's where. So it seems like that's what really prompted you and jumped you into this thing was you saw you heard some things. You got some creative ideas. Uh, and then you were like, man, let me let me you know, the, 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 it looks like the people want this. The people, you know, the people listening, they're paying attention. Uh, let me let me throw some more of that stuff out there. Okay, so now you got the content creation. I understand that, that got that part, got the videography. But the DJ, like, how did you get into DJing? Like, you know, and what was your DJ name? Why don't you tell the people about that experience? So my DJ name was also DJ Schizo. <laughs> um, I was a go DJ, party boys DJs, all the good things. I even did mixtapes. I think if you even go back to that piff. I think that was, I still probably have, because I, I went there like lately because somebody brought that up and I was like, oh yeah. And I still have my mixtapes up there. So one day we'll play that. And I had a whole little, I was role playing. It was it was a dope mixtape. I would give myself that. People love my mixtapes in college. <laughs> uh, they did, they did. Um, but before even then, like you have to really, it all started really in college. Um, and I think it's, the funny thing is it, it's catching up to where people are, are mentally now. I was, you know, working little jobs, ice cream shot, da da da. And I remember having a friend who, um, who was doing graphic design, and he was doing all the, the 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 Greeks and party promoters flyers. And I found out how much he was charging. And I was like, I need to learn that. I ain't trying to go to these jobs. <laughs> so, uh, so I picked up my laptop, found a way to get Photoshop on my laptop, and and I remember spending hours, hours on one flyer. Um, just to kind of get it started and then boom. Then from there that led into, uh, I had you know a lot of people wanted to have picture photography uh, on the flyers and I found out what this other guy was doing. So I learned, picked up a camera and started taking pictures so I could put the people on the flyer that I was creating. Um, then because I was working with all the promoters, I just decided to say, hey, I want to become a DJ. Cause I mean, I go to these parties. I like to dance. I like to kind of have that control and that have the control, the vibe of the party. Um, and for me, I kickstart by saying schizo because I already felt like I was doing so many things, even though that's not what schizo meant. But at the time, I just ran with it and I wanted a name that wasn't um, that you couldn't tell if I was a female or a guy. Like I wanted just just to hear me and then you see who I am later. And then, yeah, and I kickstarted by doing a house party and it popped off. <laughs> That's 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 interesting. So you said to hear your mixtape is that that piff? I F F. I said spell it again. D as in dog, A mm -hmm. as in apple, T as in tree, and P as in pencil, I as in igloo, F as in fox, F as in fox dot com. And I think my tagline was schizo. You got me going crazy. <laughs> it was lit. 
<laughs> hey, well, look, I'm going to know before the end of today. I'm going to know. I'm going to let me know. It might, it might bring you back from your college days. <laughs> it's funny. Funny. All right. Awesome. So let's talk about real estate. So what is it that brought you? Why did you decide to become a realtor and get into real estate? What was it that that prompted you? Why did you decide to get into real estate? What prompted that? Um, I would say the first initial plant was my prom date in high school. Uh, I remember I thought he was just so cool because in the midst of us trying to like find items for the prom, he was like, oh, I got to check on these houses because, you know, his dad was a realtor. So and I was just like, this is really nice. This is dope. Um, and that kind of, and I, I remember him saying, oh, well, you should probably start off by being a loan officer. I didn't know the difference between loan officer, agent. I just took the course and I failed by two points and I went to college, never looked back. <laughs> never looked back. I was like, okay, well, that's not for me. School's about to start. Let me get back into it. Um, then I will say that also my dad, he started having some rental properties and I was kind of intrigued to kind of say, hey, you know, I want to learn how to manage and, um, and you know, just kind of getting in the midst of it. So it always kind of was in the back of my head. And I was, of course, also looking into investing as well to learn like, hey, how can you invest and get into real estate and hopefully making it to, you know, long term wealth, generational wealth, things like that. So I, of course, was like, hey, let me start by being an agent. And then hopefully that would kind of, you know, get me into the business. So how, how has it been so far for you as being a realtor? It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> um, I would say this has been, so being with Brooks and Davis itself, this is my third broker. Um, I, I would say, so I've been here, what, for, it's been about two, three. So I've been in the business about four, four and a half years. And I said, I would say I've been with Brooks and Davis for about a good two and a half, if not more. Maybe yeah, two and a, maybe two, I was I'll give it even three three years, three good years. Um, and I would say one reason why I was with Brooks and Davis is because again they kind of gave me um, the broad range of saying, okay, it's not just real estate as far as buying and selling. They were also specializing on the investing side and kind of giving me that experience. So that's the one I would say that fed the, the joy of what I wanted to learn into the business. But right now, I would say it's, it's been consistent, even though this year has been a shift in the market. This is my first time um, as an agent being in the seller's market. And I was terrified because all I do is work with buyers. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of hard conversations, you know, just trying to figure out, hey, we the ball is not on our we don't have the ball right now <laughs> we don't have it it's been gripped away from us <laughs> and somebody we gotta shift our mindset somebody took the ball from us give us the ball back please and we have the ball. <laughs> i find myself the way we talk this and kind of get them in the groove and say hey if you want to get what you want this is what you need to do yeah Absolutely. There's no, there's no cut. <laughs> All right. No so let me, let me ask you this question. So now as a real estate professional, you know, you have the opportunity now to where you can merge, you know, some of the things that you've done in your past, like video, obviously videography is very important in real estate. 
uh, social media is be a, a huge platform that people are utilizing now that are realtors. Like, how do you marry, you know, something that you're passionate about, the DJing, the flyer design, the videographer, you know, the social media? How do you how have you been marrying that together with real estate to help you kind of grow in that in that vein? Okay. So, um, and, and Mike knows it took me a while <laughs> to figure out how to marry the two. <laughs> um, of course, like I said, common skits, so we'll just, you know, just a goofy page, something I was just doing relatable content, anything I just kind of, I thought we'll just get kicks and giggles. Um, and once I kind of got into the business, I opened up my business page, which was Chica the Realtor. Um, and I felt very conflicted because I felt like, oh, I had to separate the two. You know, you wanted to say, hey, I want people to know me as the business professional. I want them to take me seriously, etc. Um, but it took me a while to just learn and accept that in this business, it's a relationship game. You know, whatever you want to do in life, I don't care if you want to be a workout gym rat. Um, if you're someone who's like into art, you want to display that in your real estate because you're going to attract people who like you. And you want to work with people who are like-minded. So, and it makes the process so much easier. It's not about how, I mean, yes, you could have your business to where, yeah, I want to work with X amount of people and close X amount. And I think that really something that is a gradual, you're planting seeds, you're planting, you're planning. I'm even getting to a point where I'm also getting work from a referrals because I'm always working and talking to people who are in the realm of what I do. Hopefully, I think. I mean, I can go more into it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you did an excellent job. So you know, uh, so I see how you kind of pieced it together. Uh, I see how you've kind of pieced it together, and now that you're utilizing, you know, these passions to really get get you some traction and get some footing on how you're building your business. Now, one of the things that you also mentioned was about the trading stocks, because I think I asked the question of, you know, if you weren't a real estate realtor, what would you be doing? And you mentioned about trade stocks. So what is it about the stock trade uh, that has been attractive to you and, and that you have become interested in lately? So with stocks, again, I was just looking for Again, investments, trying to learn something. I got into that, I want to say 2017, when Bitcoin was on the rise during going through this bull market. Um, did I, again, new trader, did everything wrong, <laughs> learned the hard way. Um, but I stuck through it because, again, it's another business that you have to kind of just keep going into it because it's, it's a psychological kind of business. And you have to learn how people trade and how the market moves. And the more you watch it, the more it's like, okay. I, I know how to kind of kick in and you kind of figure out what your wave is. Um, and I would say even with stocks hand in hand, everything kind of helped me learn. It, it's where you can match it with life because um, how would I say with the market, you have to adjust just like in real estate. Now that I'm shifting, like you have to adjust your mindset to survive in this market. No different than the stock market. Um, you want to make sure you understand the whole general aspect. And, and again, I'm still, I feel like I'm still a baby in the stock market, if not anything. I'm not the type of person where, hey, but I would say that it's like I wanted to also make whatever money I made in my real estate, put in the stock market so it can grow without me actually having to put physical labor's work <laughs> into it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what Jess mentioned 
you know, now that she's gotten more interested in stocks as well, you know, identifying multiple streams of income, you know, taking that that uh that active we call that active income is what we do every day you know it requires our asset meaning our you know to get out there and grind well but then taking that money and then putting that money to work and now it becoming a more passive income uh stream uh which is i think what we're all kind of moving towards is getting to the point to where at some point someday uh, we can make money laying in our beds uh, and, you know, that money's out there working for it. So, all right, cool, man. All right, well, one of the other things, like I said, we, we probably got about 10 more minutes before we're done. And I always like to take an opportunity during a Real to Life uh, podcast to do some coaching, to deal with maybe some challenges that you may have going on uh, right now that we can talk through. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's about, you know, life challenges, you know, what's kind of one of the challenges that you're dealing with as it relates to life. Sometimes it's, you know, just in your business, your realtor business or whatever. So is there any what are some of the challenges that you feel like um, maybe get in the way a little bit of, you know, whatever direction that you're trying to move in? And like I said, it could be with the life. It could be with your real estate business, you know, the stocks. It could just be anything. But what is what are some things that you feel like uh, has been getting in the way uh, as it relates to your business? Uh, for me, I know for sure what's getting in the way of me obtaining greater success is it, consistency. Um, and that's through, especially with content creating, um, even when I kind of did start making, making real, relatable skits with real estate, I've seen um, a lot of people reach out and contact me who had you know, shown interest to in saying, hey, I want to live in the market. Um, and I feel like that was a good way to kind of get in contact with people I probably would have reached out, especially during... 2020 when everything was locked down so it was hard to build new relationships um but i think finding consistency finding okay hey what are not multiple things because that's one thing i'll say is like there's so many talents i have but it's finding hey these are one or two things that you can stick with no matter what's going on in the world what's going on in your life you can consistently say hey this is what i do x amount of days or at this time and just stick with it and then keep adding from there um, to me, I want to add everything except I don't, I don't want to choose one or two. I want to do like 10 things, but it doesn't work. And it proves that it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so that's not the way to get it done. Huh, all right. So, well, all right. So with the, with the consistency, what do you think has been preventing you from being consistent? Is it because you're trying to do multiple things? And if that's the case, then what's just stopping you from saying, Hey, I'm going to do these two and then just commit to doing those two. Like what, what is the roadblock? Um, I think the roadblock is giving it a fair chance and maybe giving it a solid deadline, you know, as far as saying, Hey, you know, um, if I say, Hey, I want to go live once a week, sometimes I'm like, Ooh, do I really want to go live? Do, what am I going to talk about? Then I think some of my perfection this, you know, it's kicking in. And it's like, well, would that work? And and I know, and sometimes I know my answers is just overriding my comfort zone um, to do what I think will progress me. Because um, a lot of times you're just like, oh, well, maybe I don't, I don't know if I'll know enough, or just kind of self sabotage, just all that. So it's just kind of fighting and pushing um, again, you know, against that. 
pushing pushing past that voice that's in the back of your mind telling you what you can't do or what you shouldn't do and all that tell that voice to shut up say shut up well don't don't matter of fact don't talk to it like that it's a part of you so you got to love on them say you know i thank you thank you for telling me that uh but we don't need that right now all right you know you just continue to sit in the back seat i'm in the front let me drive you sit in the back you know and, and thank you. So yeah, don't, don't yeah, y'all don't yell at y'all still small voice because you know that's like you yelling at yourself. Like don't do that. <laughs> that throw up, that mess with your subconscious. Um, all right. So you know, you know, under so what it sounds like you're saying is is that like it's kind of like you know the answer, you know what you should be doing, but like your feelings is kind of short circuiting the plan. So now when you come up with these ideas and you say, okay, here's my plan of action. This is how I'm going to execute it. Do you write it down? Do you have like a written plan of action before you begin to uh, execute? Um, I think, of course, I always start off with a written down plan. And then the next day I get a new idea and I write that down and then it get kind of lost. And then I remember maybe a couple of days and we're like, oh, I should start that. Or I'll see someone doing what I'm doing. Because trust me, the funny thing is no new idea is new. There's an idea you may have, and there's always somebody who's already doing it. It's all about who's being consistent and, you know, with it that will find success in it. So let me ask you this question. And this may can help with uh, with the bouncing around, right? And Jess, Jess is co-signing with you, too, because Jess is like, man, life of a creator. And I see it in her, too. Sometimes I tell her, like, Jess, it's good enough. Like, it's good. The world loves it. Like we don't need to put no more no more paint strokes on it. It's perfect. Um, but this may help you out. Have you ever sat down and just identified you personally identified ultimately what you want out of life? Like your ultimate big picture. This is my perfect ten life. And as it relates to money, career, uh, you know, physical body, relationships, health. Like, have you have you ever just like sat down and uh, realized what your perfect ten life looks like? Have you ever done that? Um, actually, yes, I have recently, and I've also because I was working with someone who's kind of like they went through the, the same situation, and they were kind of helping. And um, I think the key was sometimes my. 10 life wasn't really still my 10 life it was still me suppressing what i think i you know sometimes you might say oh yeah you know i'm okay like if i had like a um a small house here and it's like oh well why do you really want that or could you get more it's like trying to think bigger think like hey like don't think what your your limited mind would think is a 10 like think even bigger so your drive can be more profound <laughs> So you move. So you had you had parameters on. So now, you know, that you had that, that talk with your friend, have you removed those parameters and now have you really assessed this is what I really want out of life and kind of put that on paper? Yes. OK. And so now. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I would just say, I mean, and, and once I kind of opened my mind from that, it, it, then the next question was more of, okay, to obtain that is natural to think of everything that will go wrong, <laughs> but you can't get there until you cross it. So it's kind of like you have to accept. So I guess 
I had to switch my mind, which is still something I'm, you know, practicing on, but I feel like there's small progress on my own, um, is trying to make sure that, okay, hey, as I'm going through this path, there's going to be problems, be a problem solver, find solutions, use resources. And I think for me, I'm also someone who doesn't like to, like, you know, because I feel like I'm so self-efficient, I don't ask for a lot of help. Um, so from there, it's like, hey, you have resources. If you don't use those resources, and, and there's some things that they said that even Mike says all the time to me in the beginning, you know, but you want to use the resources, use your network, <laughs> you know, uh, and sometimes you got to hear it multiple times to get the, the thick skull. <laughs> um, but to to obtain change. So, so now when I'm wanting to get into something, I'm like, okay, hey, this might be challenging, but I'm excited to see what challenges I might go through. And I am, um, I would say, confident enough to know that, hey, I have the resources, the network, and the intelligence to get through those problems so I can get to where I want to be. Awesome, chick. That's what I'm talking about. So you're learning. You're growing, girl. Look at you. You're growing up. Look at you, girl. <laughs> uh, and the one thing is, and I'll say this to you, chick, and everybody that's on here listening, is that a lot of times we have to be we have to get patient with the journey, right? Some you know we want results tomorrow, like we want it to be fixed, done, the result tomorrow. And a lot of times we just have to find comfort on the path. Like as long as we know that we're trending in the right direction, then that should be enough to keep having us take one step forward. You know, we hear these little cliche statements like, "Hey, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day," uh, but we never really take the time to understand what that thing is saying. Like, uh, yeah, Rome wasn't built like it was a, a major empire, but it happened over time. Like it was a process. It was a progress. So our greatness is a process. Um, and we just need to make sure that every day, you know, we're, we're doing activities, we're taking steps, we're moving, uh, we're building our greatness one brick at a time. We got to make sure that we're doing that. And that's why I asked you that question about, did you have that level of clarity of what you wanted? Because the reality is, is that it's hard to build something when you don't have a blueprint and not knowing what you ultimately want, your ultimate vision for life, not knowing what that is, but going through life every day, doing something is like, you're trying to build something without instructions. You're trying to build something without a blueprint not even knowing what it is you're trying to build. So, and, and that's why it's so easy sometimes where we can have like every new thing that comes across our path, we follow it. And then, oh, this new thing's coming. Oh, we're going there, we're going to go there. Oh, this new thing that came and dropped in my lap. Let me, let me go do that. Uh, and that's because we don't have a true blueprint. But once you have a blueprint, then it's like when that stuff come across your path, you're like, nah, I don't need that. That I don't need that for what I'm trying to build. All right, oh, that right there, no, that I don't need that right there. That's going to, that, that I, I need, I only need this stuff right here because this is the thing that I'm trying to build. This is the blueprint I'm trying to build. Uh, and it helps you get more focused and more consistent in what you're building every day. All right. So Chico, any last words for the people before we finish today? I think for sure, again, it's like we all can obtain the success that we want. Um, we're already doing it. We're taking every step closer sometimes um, as we're looking out and seeing that, hey, there's this grand field of that we want to build this forest. Uh, you can obtain that forest. And then you have to sit back and say, okay, hey, these are the things I need to do to get this forest built or this garden built. 
I have to start planting and I got to plant every day and I got to tend to it every day. And as you're doing it every day, one thing I know for sure that helps me continue is to look back just a little bit and see, okay, how far have I gone? And, and give your, pat yourself on the back. Sometimes it's okay to reward yourself for the little things that you do. Even if it's a week of consistency, reward yourself. It's a month. Great. When you reach a certain small milestone, celebrate it because that's going to kind of give you that endorphins that you need to kind of go through this long journey that you prepared yourself to, to take. And I think we'll all get where we want to be if we have that mentality. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, people. Powerful words from content creator, social media influencer, go former Go DJ, graphic designer, videographer. And now, <laughs> and, then, and now a guru with great words of inspiration. Definitely follow Chica at Chica the Realtor or as well as Call Me Schizo. So follow her on those two places. Like I said, Call Me Schizo. I love her, her content. I'm actually one of those people that are always like, Chica, when, when's the next video? Like, I mean, where you been? I ain't seen nothing lately. So I, I am one of those people as well. Uh, but follow her, DM her, engage with her as well. She's doing great things in this real estate space, and she has nothing but uh, nothing but potential. The great, the great, the the best is yet to come uh, for all of us. So, chick, I want to say thank you out of the uh, bottom of my heart for you being a guest on the Real Estate Life Podcast. Thank you for rocking with Brooks and Davis. The amount of time that you've been here, uh, I know we weren't your first broker. But uh, hey, looks like we winning, y'all. Y'all losing, we winning because she's still with us, baby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but I definitely appreciate you being a part and all that you provide and all the value that you bring to us. All right. So with that being said, man, our very first Real to Life podcast on our new platform. Yeah, we got to get we got to work through some kinks uh, with some of the audio, uh, but we are going to continue to work through that. Uh, and then, uh, so guys, be on the lookout. We're going to be doing it every Tuesday, 1230, live streaming on our Facebook business page. So like us on our Facebook business page so you'll be notified uh, every time we go live. Uh, and then also soon, real soon, we'll say in about a month or so, we're also going to be going live on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel now so you can get the notifications when we begin to go live. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody for uh, jumping on with us today at the Real to Life podcast. I have been your host, Michael G. Davis. We shall see you on next Tuesday at 1230. Y'all have a great, great day. We'll talk soon. It's the